0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. No, they can't hear us.
1: They can hear me through my live, hopefully. Hopefully. No, I mean, like, can
2: they hear me in uh, some...
1: No, they can't hear you. They can only hear me. Yeah,
2: Uh, yeah. but if it's okay,
1: but when you you join the live, no, I'm I'm going
2: to. I'm about to. Yeah, but I'm I'm recording, so don't worry about. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, no, we'll be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, only two of us. Two of us can go live. Yeah, it's fine. Two is better than zero. Exactly.
0: Um, All right, cool. So I sent the link in the chat. Uh, Do you guys want to do a randomized order, or do you guys want to select which spot?
1: Um, Um, I mean, since we did, what did we do last time? Two, six, and eleven yeah let's randomize it and if we don't like it we'll change it if we can all right
0: uh i don't, I don't think we can ra- actually that was a stupid idea i don't are think we're doing can. this <laughs> with... we
1: can't randomize it okay. Okay.
0: i'm trying to think of how we can randomize it we can't
1: uh, we don't need to let's just
2: all, right. all right i'm i'm alive this is my playstation headset what's up guys What up? you're
0: not
2: going to be life? looking at me we're going to be looking at this
0: all, All right. right, so I started. I started at the back at the last time, so I'll start at the front. I'll take like the three spot.
1: Okay, take okay, the three spot, Joey. Uh, was I at the uh, turn last time, or were you at the turn last time? You were,
0: you were at like eight or nine, and I was behind you. I was like eleven, twelve. Okay, can
1: I go like four? Yeah, do you it. You four spot? Let's, let's do that. Let's do that. Should you, I get three? snipe
0: me? Can you snipe me? I,
1: I, I'm going to try to snipe you. Let, let's do that. It'll be a little fun. So you do three. I, I go it. four. Should I do five? Oh. Go five. Go five. Go five dude. Up, let's, do it. let's do
0: three, four, and five. All right, so I'm going to try so to
1: angle this. We'll do fantasy. Yeah. So we'll do draft room pot at three, upper hand at four, and fantasy football analyst at five. Did you send that, by the way, that link? Yep, it's in the chat. CPU uh, auto pick by the way, sixty seconds per pick. All players snake. So who who's gonna be uh, sharing their their screen? Should I do it? Oh
0: oh duh, I let mean. Let me or are you gonna do it? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it.
1: Okay, great.
2: Guys, let me know if you can see on the live stream. I'm trying to hook you guys up with the actual draft.
0: Can
1: you see my screen? Hey, hey, Joey, is there any way you can make that sideways? Like, again? Or no? Like this? Yep, like that, yep. Is that better? I mean, it's right side up now. If you put it to the side, maybe you can see more, but not really. It's still a square either way. You know what I mean?
2: Hmm.
1: I mean, if you look at your phone, you can see me. And no, I you can get see it. The, yeah. Yeah. Can you That's guys see my good. screen? Are we good? Uh, I, I see screen. Yeah. Yep, good? I see your screen. Yep, I see your screen. Alright, cool. Uh... Alright. Alright, all right,
0: let, me, let so, me claim the fourth spot. Alright, I got
1: the fourth spot. PPR, 12, so is 60 is a, seconds. Yes, PPR, 12 team, 60 seconds each. Uh, CPU We're autopick. playing with CPU auto pick because we can wrap this thing up and... Hopefully we got be on time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't have to worry about being here until till midnight.
0: Save all right. That's the draft order. Three, four, five. We're good with that. Three, four,
1: five. Let's do it. All right. I'm trying to perfect this fucking. Do you see me fucking around with this thing? I I see, but I think we're good, man. I think that's perfect.
2: You think that's good?
1: Yeah, because you can see each of our teams, and then you can see the top players available.
0: All right. All right. So we're recording right now. So um, I guess I'll drive.
1: Go for
0: it. What's up, guys? We're back here doing another mock draft. We've got Faraz from Upper Hand Fantasy and Joe from Fantasy Analyst. What's up, guys? Yep. How, how you guys loving? doing good,
2: man? Do no, wait. Do you yeah, hear me better good. through the microphone? Yeah, okay. Like, okay, audio test. Ready? uh.
0: uh do you get louder? No, and... nah, that's okay. good. That's good. Okay. There's just like a little <laughs> buzz coming from your mic. but Oh,
1: yeah. I have the air conditioner on ah uh, it's
0: yeah i made that mistake so, the other that,
1: day on the podcast. That, that would do it <laughs> that'll do it that'll be the source <laughs> that would definitely do it
2: all right so uh for everybody on instagram sorry i've been totally kind of like not acknowledging you guys but uh we're doing as you guys can see live mock draft we are not including anybody any of you guys this time uh just because we can make it go along quicker, and you guys can hear our reasonings and stuff like that. So,
1: cool. All right, find something new. Yeah.
0: So I've got the three spot uh, for Raz. You've got the four, and Joey, you've got the five. So yep. it's going to be a bunch of sniping going on this this mock draft.
1: That's pretty much why we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much why we're doing three, four, and five. Just to make. By do you the guys way, want
2: to add a few people in here or do you want to just keep it no, no, no. let's just no? keep
0: it like this? So let's do I, it. I I just I just wanna I just want to recall, I mean, from last mock draft, it, it sounded like I, I drafted the best team according to both your followers. So uh, let's see if you guys can, you know, draft a better team than me this time. Wow.
1: That's that's hilarious. You know you know what's interesting about followers? Um, you know, there's a lot of good teams that you can draft that look really good like on paper, like it has like a nice shock value. Uh huh. Right? But then when you really get into the into the season, there are different teams that kind of play better than you think, right? right? So that's right. kind of that's kind of what you want to go for,
0: right? now totally. It sounds it. like you just throwing shots <laughs> out there. I don't know. Trying to get you right. guys psyched for this. Trying to Trying get you guys to. To take me down. <laughs> um, all right, all right. so it. I'm gonna go ahead and start this up, and we're gonna get going on this. So we're gonna begin the draft right now. Okay. All right. Draft
2: starting Saquon first. Zeke. Wow. Zeke after his <laughs>
0: meeting with the commission. <laughs> yeah. This is autos. All yeah. right. So right now, it's for me. I mean, the choice is pretty obvious. Uh, it's either between CMC, Christian McCaffrey, or David Johnson. Um, I'm pretty high on David Johnson. I have him as my number two ranked running back, and I think it would be stupid not to take him. Um, but also, Christian McCaffrey is probably the safest bet here. So I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey just to play it safe and yeah. just okay. I'm just going re- to
2: reiterate for you guys on Instagram uh, since you can't really hear. Tell me I'm pretty sure but uh he's talking about how he's really high David Johnson was considering him or Christian McCaffrey but he went Christian McCaffrey safer option. So Right. So Saquon awesome.
1: Zeke. Yep, Saquon Zeke, Christian McCaffrey. I'm on the clock now. Uh I'm not considering Alvin Kamara at this spot here. I'm considering uh Melvin Gordon and the two wide receivers, uh Hopkins and and Adams. Um I'm I'm definitely higher on David Johnson. He would be like my next Favorite running back after Melvin, I think he has a higher upside than Melvin Gordon, but Melvin Gordon I think is safer. So uh, that's where I'm going to get my to get my workhorse back. Interesting. Cool.
0: So like, why would you why would you not want to go Alvin Kamara there really quick, Joey, before
1: your pick? Mm-hmm. Well, why doesn't Joey make his pick first? Okay, because he's, he, he he has 50 seconds on the clock. I'm going to take longer sure. than that. <laughs> well, I know it's going to
2: come back around to me. Uh, I could go DeAndre Hopkins or. Devonte Adams, but where I am on the turn I like going double wide receiver in the second And third rounds, especially when they're close to each other Like that So I think I'm going to go for a running back So it's between David Johnson, Alvin Kamara um, I mean Even with Latavius Murray there uh, Kamara's been a top three back the last Two years So I, I do like David Johnson a lot, especially in this offense But I'm going to go Alvin Kamara here Just because I nice. feel like he can be one of the better players
1: I like that yeah, I think he's one of the best players in the league. So <laughs> we had three wide receivers come <laughs> off the board right
0: after. We had DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Devontae Adams, and then David Johnson went. Um, so that's really interesting. I'm going to pause the draft here really quick because I want to hear Faraz's uh, reasoning. Oh, tell not wanting... just fucking messed
1: up. oh, you can <laughs> pause the drafts. That's so yep. cool. So so first, why don't we go over what, who went? So you said DeAndre Hopkins, Julio, and then Devontae. Devontae then at Johnson, the 1-8, and, eight, eight, and then Devontae Johnson. Uh, I'm sorry. David Johnson <laughs> at 1-9. Not Devontae uh, so,
0: David Johnson.
1: So I mean that like getting David J- Johnson after those three wide receivers is, is pretty is pretty good, right? At one nine, um, Le'Veon went next at one ten, that might be a little bit of a reach. Uh, but yeah, so so back to back to Alvin Kamara. So you know I think Sean Payton has has a system, right? And that system has Alvin Kamara's role in it. Alvin right. Kamara plays that role better than any other running back has ever played that role. Yeah. You know, but. Uh, And he'll be efficient. I just don't want to chase efficiency. I I I don't think he's going to get twenty plus touches, average twenty plus touches a game. So that's kind of the reason why I don't want to you know take him when I can get a guy like Melvin Gordon, who I know will average more than twenty touches, twenty plus touches per game. I know he'll get all the goal line work, um, and he you know the 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 Chargers passing game goes through the running backs a ton. So that's that's really that's really my. why I would take Melvin Gordon over Galliola Kamara. So basically, I would take David so, Johnson over him as well.
0: Right. So basically you're saying volume is king when it comes to running back. So you're chasing that volume. Exactly.
1: Are you at all concerned about Gordon's injuries the last couple of years? Not really. I mean, I, I don't think Gordon's injuries are injuries that you have to worry about as far as uh, long, long term, like as far as last year's injuries really affecting him coming into this year things he running backs can break down by the end of the year. And and I've learned that we shouldn't kind of guess which running backs are going to be the ones who aren't going to make it to the right. end of the year. Just like looking at James Conner this year and saying like, oh, he couldn't make it last year. Shouldn't be a reason, even though you might have other concerns, shouldn't be a reason to go into the next season saying like, oh, he couldn't make it all the way through one season. So right. a similar thing with Melvin Gordon, like I'm not concerned like, oh, like he'll get hurt weeks, 13, 14, 15. Anybody you know, can get hurt. Anybody can get hurt when my Anybody. fantasy playoffs happen. Exactly.
2: But you know what's interesting? I just realized for us that you have your own
1: T-shirt. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> Upper hand fantasy.
0: There you go. I got to make one of those. I got to make a flag too. You know, to you know what's me. funny?
1: Like I'm not even wearing this because I, uh, you know, doing this podcast. Like I literally was just wearing this all day like working at <laughs> <of> home
0: <laughs> <laughs> gotta spread the brand that's it for the brand yeah man. even
1: we just just me looking at the mirror that's that's, that's all that's all I need <laughs>
0: yeah uh cool so we had uh love Bell go that was a reach and then we had Michael Thomas uh going off as a fourth wide receiver off the board and then Joe mixon um which is kind of interesting you know we can dive into that a little bit later but Jonah Williams injury is kind of interesting there uh, where I do think that negatively affects him uh, but then we had obj taken at the turn James Connor Travis Kelsey going at the two three Juju Mike Evans David williams and then dalvin cook and now it is back to joey joey i'm resuming the draft it's your go all
2: right so i was talking before how i wanted to go double wide receiver here um i think i'm gonna stick to that plan although i was really i mean i was really looking to see if i could get mike evans or dalvin cook but uh in reality when i do a real draft they're probably not gonna be available at this spot so i mean i could take a flyer on someone like like not a flyer, but I mean, I could take a chance with someone like Nick Chubb or Todd Gurley. Um, but I already have a Luke Kamara, so I think what I'm gonna do. It's like I don't want to draft Antonio Brown, but as much as I don't like him, I know he is the best option right here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Antonio Brown right here.
0: I think
1: that's yeah, a good I, pick. I, I, I do too. Like, and you you hit it right in the nail. Like you don't want to draft AB, but at the same time, it's like. Passing him up at this spot compared to the other guys that are there, mm-hmm. like the I amount of volume
0: he's going to get is going to be insane. For, yeah, you know, he just got him, you know,
1: Joey. Joey, do you have your phone volume up right now?
2: I have it literally as low as possible, but oh. I have it close to the microphone. Probably why That's, <laughs> okay, okay, that'll I'll do it.
1: <laughs> can you hear it? Just, now? Um, talking real quick. I still hear it. Not anymore. It's better now. I okay. kind of hear it actually. But that's okay because I have 24 seconds left to make this pick. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so at running back we got Todd Gurley, Nick Chubb, Leonard Fournette, Aaron Jones available. At wide receiver, uh, oh, I only have 12 seconds. Adam Thielen, Keenan Allen. I am going to go. Oh shit, I'm trying to draft Todd Gurley here, but I can't. All right, there you go,
0: Todd Gurley. Oh, Todd Gurley at the two nine. Someone's not afraid of that. Uh, that arthritis. All right. So, oh my God, Joey, what are you doing? He's <laughs> <Just laughs> trying to adjust so through. you don't hear it. <laughs> All right, so running backs right now on the board. Nick Chubb, like you mentioned, Leonard Fournette, Aaron Jones, Devonta Freeman, Marlon Mack. And then wide receivers that I'd really consider would be Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hilton, Amari Cooper. Uh, not even Amari Cooper. A.J. Green's still there. Stephon Diggs. Um, so over here, I mean, I, I got my workhorse running back and – I do like to go RB heavy, but I'm going to kind of switch it up. I'm going to go for a wide receiver at this range, uh, someone who in PPR I think is a beast. And if I'm getting him at the back of the second, I mean, why not? Keenan Allen, he's uh, set to see a lot of volume, uh, especially with uh, Mike Williams out. Um, and then it went Amari Cooper, Leonard Fournette, Nick Chubb at the turn, and then Adam Thielen, and it's back to me now. Where you know this is the beginning of the third round, and there's still a bunch of stud running backs on the board. I have Aaron Jones slotted as the RB nine ahead of Marlon Mack, ahead of Devonta Freeman, ahead of Josh Jacobs. And I think right now it's a no brainer. I'm going to take Aaron Jones.
1: Okay. Okay. So after I took Todd Gurley at two nine, then it was Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Leonard Fournette, Nick Chubb, Adam Thielen, Aaron Jones. Now it's up to me at, so I took two running backs already. I got Gordon and Todd Gurley. I have Devonta Freeman on the board, Marlon Mack, Josh Jacobs, Kerryon Johnson, Derek Henry. Um, now I need an RB1, that's for sure. A wide you know, I like I'm sorry, a wide receiver one. <laughs> um I could pick a third running back if I liked somebody a lot. Like if Fournette felt to me, I might have gone Fournette there. Uh, but gonna go with my go with gonna go with a wide receiver. So T. Y. Hilton, AJ Green, Stephen Diggs, Julian Edelman, Tyreek Hill uh on the board right now. Uh and I'm easily, easily, especially if the reports are true that Tyreek is only gonna get four games, I'm going Tyreek Hill here.
0: Whoa. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Two risks in the first two rounds. Oh yeah. Wow. I, I honestly think that Tyreek is the bigger risk than, than Todd Gurley is. I think Todd Gurley can like I said, he can break down by the end of the year. Right. Um I'm gonna hopefully have whether you know he's he has a true handcuff, whether right. it's Daryl Henderson or not. I, I don't think he does have a true handcuff, but at the same time, I'll I will likely have some running back depth there, likely to pick up some guys off the waiver wire yep. if that were to happen. Um I could recover for something from something like that. Uh but he'll have value right off the bat, assuming that he's in training camp, assuming he's healthy and all that. Sorry, assuming, I
0: assuming yeah, go ahead. You have something tackles. <laughs> all right, so for these last fifteen picks, I'm gonna take pick
2: TY Hilton because he's the best. That's that's
1: that would have been my pick if I if I wasn't trying to be crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, All right, and I, so, knew, and I knew that Tyreek Hill wouldn't be on the board on the way back
0: right right he's I mean especially with the news now that came out Um, I mean, I'm just I'm just curious as to like I'm gonna pause it really quick. I'm I want to kind of pick your brain here mm-hmm. uh, With Todd Gurley like how confident are you that he's still gonna get his 21 touches a game? 22 I'm, not, touches a game?
1: I'm, I'm not I'm not confident um, I'm not confident that so the question was that how confident am I that Todd Gurley would get 22 touches a game and I'm not confident uh, but uh, this is assuming that he starts training camp. he's playing in training camp. he's he's a full go. Um, and he he's ready for week one. That's the assumption that I'm making. Um, and if that's not the case with whatever news that comes out from now until my draft, or you know, there'll be other little little tidbits that come out of camp that I can kind of piece together and try to figure out what the situation is. But for now, Seems like Todd Gurley is still gonna be the at least the one A in that backfield. And I think he could, if that's the case, like he's just you know, he's ready for week one and all that. I think he can get 17-18 yes. touches per game. Um, and 17-18 touches from Todd Gurley in that offense, the efficiency was there last year, even with the amount of touches, the ridiculous amount of touches that he had. Right. So even if you scale that back a little bit, him being my RB two going into the season, um That's a monster. I'm psyched, value. I'm psyched that I got Tyreek Hill in the next, right? Because if all this works out. It's a monster, some monster uh, lineup right there. So that, that's not gonna what like what I'm going to like I
0: like going yeah, I like that. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you really quickly to your, to your uh, IG live. Describe what happened after you after uh, Joey picked uh, T Y Hilton. Wow. Sounds,
1: sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. So T so Y Hilton went after Joey. I'm sorry, after me. <laughs> that, that would have been the pick, man. Like that was the pick. Like that was the safe pick right there, right? Like if I I do need that wide receiver one, but that, that's a great pick right there at three five. Uh, Patrick Mahomes went right after T Y Hilton. Uh, first quarterback off the board, A.J. Green, went after that. Devontae Freeman, Marlon Mack, Josh Jacobs with the three running backs after that. Then two tight ends right at the turn at 311 and 312. Zach Ertz went, then George Kittle. Stephen Diggs, Julian Edelman went top of the fourth, uh, followed by Derrick Henry at 4-3. Robert Woods at 4-4. And then three running backs, Kerryon Johnson, Mark Ingram, David Montgomery at 4-5, 6-7. Analysts on the board, and I know that, I know that draft room you want to carry on. (laughs) So it's somehow faulty.
0: I know for a fact if I end up in like the first five picks, I'm not getting them just because of the way the draft plays out. So I've made my piece there. All right. So I'm
2: on the board and I was really buying into the idea of grabbing a running back right here. But all of the guys that could have potentially fallen to me, like David Montgomery right before – whoever that bot is right before me keeps sniping me. So that's <laughs> I
1: mean. But um, I, mean, I was really hoping to David get someone like Montgomery, Montgomery there. Yeah, man, if David Montgomery fell to you right there as your RB2, I think that would have been really good in the fourth round. That, that would have been solid. stellar. But So right now the running back room I'm looking at, I have Lindsay,
2: Drake, Sonny, Michelle, Carson, White, Cohen, uh, Coleman. And, I mean, I, I feel like one of those guys can at least get back to me in the next turnaround. So i want to go for wide receiver with upside here. And I'm really debating between Calvin Ridley and Brandon Cooks, but I only have four seconds. So I think I'm going to go Calvin Ridley solely because oh. I really want – like I have two safe wide receivers. So for my wide receiver three, I want someone who, if Julio Jones gets hurt, he could be a top five guy. I mean, this is a guy even with that stellar offense can be – uh wide receiver two borderline wide receiver one value at his best so I just really wanted to go for value and upside here running back I'm sure I can get another one I'm fine going wide receiver heavy.
1: Yeah I, I like I like that I like that pick right there. I'm 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 really high on Calvin really and he could definitely return on that value if he if he takes a step forward. Um so at running back so I have Melvin Gordon I have Gurley, really, I have Tyreek at running back Philip Lindsay Kenyon Drake Sony Michelle Chris Carson on the board not so interested in those guys uh, at wide receiver, Brandon Cooks, Kenny Galladay, Cooper Cup, Tyle Lockett, Chris Godwin. Um, at this point, I, I the, the guy I like most is Brandon Cooks. I think he's the safest player uh, on the board. <laughs> Damn
0: it. All right. <laughs> now, wait, just All a right.
1: question real quick. If Kellen Ridley was available, would he have taken him over Cooks? No, I wouldn't have. No. I wouldn't I, have. I, wouldn't I would rather have you. Cooks. I'd rather have Woods over Ridley. Yep. Interesting. I think those guys both
0: finish higher than Ridley just because Rid- Ridley's a two, and those guys are more like the 1A, 1B uh, in terms of right. wide receivers. Um, and Cup coming off that ACL injury uh, so late in the season. So, um, right now, I mean, I'm faced with kind of a conundrum too. Uh, wide receivers on the board I don't really like at this range. Uh, you've got Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett, Kenny Galladay, Chris Godwin. Even guys like Tyler uh, D.J. Moore. <clears throat> but if you look at the running backs, I mean, there's a running back here that I really like at this range. That's going to be Kenyon Drake. Uh, you know, he finishes the RB14 last year, especially in PPR. I think he's going to be solid. So I'm going to take Kenyon Drake.
1: Nice. So Kenyon Drake went right after me, followed by to, to draft room. Philip Lindsay, Andrew Luck, Cooper Cup, Sonny Michelle announced back on draft room.
0: So over here, uh, second wide receiver, it's honestly, I'm not going to take Kenny Galladay, low passing volume, Tyler Lockett, don't believe that efficiency repeats, even if he moves to the slot. I think there's other receivers there that warrant uh, attention. I think here, guys, I'm going to go with a guy that I, ha- I have a lot of uh, no I presumptions about. Uh, DJ Moore is my wide receiver, uh, too.
1: That's I, great, man. And, and, I'm, and I'm really happy that you chose DJ Moore. Right you there? <laughs> so you took Kenyon Drake and DJ Moore, two guys that I'm not high on as of right now. I think I love DJ Moore at the talent. I just think that I'm not sure. I'm not so sold on that value uh, coming into this season. Uh, Kenyon Drake, I, w- I love Kenyon Drake. I'm a big fan, but we're just not 100% on that role. But right. if he turns out to be the guy, like easy, easy fourth round pick right there. Yeah. Um, but I think right here, I'm going to pass on Galladay like you. I'm going to pass on Tyler Lockett just like you because of the low passing volume. And I know Galladay screams wide receiver one potential. Uh, But I'm still going to go. So right here, I'm either going to go Chris Godwin or Tyler Boyd. I think Tyler Boyd is a safer player. So I'm actually going to go him over Chris Godwin
2: i like it yeah you could use some safety between terry kill and <laughs> i could, I could definitely on.
1: do some safety here <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> so uh, and, is... you know if i wasn't playing safe i probably would have went chris godwin just because of the upside
2: all right so now i'm on the board and i've got my three wide receivers i'm not worried about getting wide receivers right now and the choice is kind of obvious for me i think uh you guys can probably see, well for us can at least see it on my screen but i'm gonna take Kevin coleman here
0: nice um, i really like that pick
2: i I really like Tevin Colme- Col- Coleman, <laughs> Tevin Coleman, Comed. really happy he was able to fall to me at the five. But uh, yeah, I mean, huge upside is the starting running back in Shanahan's offense. That's like, that should be enough right there. But wow, three tight ends just getting sniped right in front of me. That's
0: fine. back to back to back. So I back paused the draft back. really quick. Um, mm-hmm. I want you guys to really, really quick cover uh, what happened between that Kenyon Drake pick and then what happened after that Tevin Coleman pick
1: sure so uh after drake but like i said when lindsey andrew luck cooper cup sony michelle draft room went up chose dj moore uh i chose tyler boyd and joey fantasy analyst chose joey the fantasy analyst how should i how should i even <laughs> Just say that? Joe. Just he's joey. the
0: fantasy analyst there's no do
1: you, do you go by joe or joey uh, i've switched it up i don't know oh, he, he told me heard... he
0: told me joe and then you started calling him joey so i was like <laughs> really? i'm just gonna call him joey
2: he
1: told now. you joe
2: yeah. you know okay look there's a point in your life you make your transition
0: to another name i've
1: started going with joe joey is a little <laughs> bit like I, fuck um, it i'm gonna call you joseph 15, 16
0: uh, i'm gonna call you joseph from now on man joseph, joseph.
1: joseph's the way to go All right. <laughs> settle in between <laughs> like, like, So Joseph, the fantasy analyst, chose Tevin Coleman at at 5'5". And and it'll be great if you can explain that, like, you know, what you think his role is and all that. But after him, Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay, Aaron Rodgers, Mike Williams, Tyler Lockett at 5'10". Oh, for Er us, I
2: think your your live stream is bugging a little bit. Oh, wait, no, you're back. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, A bunch of guys went. (laughs) <laughs> then Chris Carson, oh, yeah. Tariq Cohen, 5'11", 5'12", James White at 6'1", one, uh, followed by Jarvis Landry, Baker Mayfield at 6'3", Sammy Watkins, O.J. Howard, Jared Cook, t- Evan Ingram. So the three tight ends uh, in that tier. Uh, Jared Cook though, before Evan Ingram, that's a little yeah. bit of a surprise. Yeah, uh, that's what <laughs> I, I was going to say. Mock, I think it was with you guys, or maybe it was by myself. I had a mock. I did a mock where I got Jared Cook in like the ninth round or something stupid like that. Wow. Um, which was amazing. So you can see what the range is going to be like with him. If someone's high on him, he could be taken early.
0: Yep. But, but with Jared Cook, I think like he's shown us like year in year out that he's just inconsistent. He pops one of those weeks and then he he goes quiet for a couple weeks. So you don't really know when to start him. And I feel like you know he he's still going to be that way. Um, but let's pick he's, it back up. He's
1: one of the Jared Cook is one of the most disappointing fantasy <laughs> players ever. Like <laughs> he shows serious potential. Right, one game you pick him up, you start him, nothing. Like, he's that kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, but maybe New Orleans will be more consistent. You know, who knows? But anyway, uh, fantasy analyst on the board at six. All right.
2: So, I'm looking at my options here. And I know my running backs, I feel pretty secure. I mean, Tevin Coleman and Alvin Kamara, injury-wise, I feel like are two very safe guys. So, I'm not too worried about securing a solid third running back and there's not really any solid third running backs available. So my option was gonna be a tight end between Ingram Cook and Howard, but you know that's out <laughs> the window. Rip. Um not a huge fan of Hunter Henry, at least as much as other people. So I could either take a QB early or stack up another wide receiver. Um as crazy as it sounds I think I'm gonna snipe Draft Room pod. Oh, you <laughs> oh, did snipe well, me. You did you snipe chose me.
1: Dante Pettis at six eight draft room pod really wanted him but I'm glad you didn't snipe my guy, Robbie Anderson.
0: Robbie. You See, y- you guys thought you were sniping me, but I'm actually going to pick a guy <laughs> who I've ranked above both of those guys. That's going to be Christian, Kirk.
1: <laughs> Christian uh... Kirk. So Dante Pettis went 6'8 to Joey, Joseph, Joe, the fantasy football <laughs> finalist. <laughs> Robbie Anderson went to me at 6'9. Christian Kirk went 6'10 to drive from pod. So even though Joey went first, he each of us actually got our guy. <laughs>
0: so here's my dilemma right now right because you have Todd Gurley and I kind of want to take Daryl Henderson just to you know obviously we're sniping each other now so we're playing that game I really do want to take Daryl Henderson here um I do firmly believe he's a handcuff but to me he doesn't have season-long appeal whereas someone like Rashad Penny you know in the seventh round right now I'm getting a guy that could potentially see 200 250 plus touches plus if Carson goes down I mean jackpot
1: 100%. Uh, I think Rashad Penny is a great pick here. And I think I would have chosen Rashad Penny personally over Daryl Henderson if he came to me. Uh, because I think, like you said, I can start him week one in PPR leagues and get value. Yep. Right off the bat. Um, so Daryl Henderson is a guy that I, I, I like as a talent. Um, but in the seventh round, I'm looking for guys that I could start right away. Maybe he could, you could start him right away if, if he's that efficient. Um, and I am considering here, but I, I considering him here. But I'm also looking at uh, at a guy like Lamar Miller, Latavius Murray. I'm looking at those guys as well. So let me look at what's going on at wide receiver: Allen Robinson, Will Fuller, Nikhil Harry, Sterling Shepard. Not oh. looking like anything I'm interested in right there. So out of all the running backs available to me here, I I think I am going to go Daryl Henderson, just because I did get girly. and even though I might not feel that he Dow Henderson's the like. Three down handcuff for Gurley. I think that his value will, you know, has the potential to rise tremendously if Gurley were to miss time. Right. Okay. Well, uh,
2: Daryl Henderson was probably going to be the guy I was going to look at, but um, I do want to get a running back here before it's too, too late. And one guy I am concerned about his injury, I'm talking about Miles Sanders. I am pretty concerned about his injury going to the offseason, but. If he is there at the start of the season, even in a running back committee uh, behind that offensive line, if he gets that passing down role, I don't know. I feel like as my third running back as and also as a rookie, I mean, I, I do like Miles Sanders at this spot. I definitely could have gone with Lamar Miller also. And, and, the him,
1: but,
2: and the CPU the CPU knows that
0: <laughs> the CPU
1: right after you chose Miles Sanders is like, thank you. Lamar Miller.
0: <laughs> I'll take that. All right. So I'm going to pause it here. Um, so you guys explain what happened right after.
2: Yeah. So after I picked Sanders, uh, Lamar Miller off the board, Matt Ryan, Latavius Murray, Eric Ebron, Larry Fitzgerald, Drew Brees before Carson Wentz and Russell Wilson. Wow. Uh, We got Allen Robinson, Kareem Hunt, Will Fuller, Russell Wilson, like I said before, Ronald Jones, Jordan Howard, Nikhil Harry, and now I'm
0: back on the clock. Why are people still picking Ronald Jones in the seventh round, like eighth round? Like, what's going on here? (laughs) I'm not
1: sure what's going on Did they
0: not learn from last year? Like, what's going on? Ronald
1: Jones being taken, yeah, in the eighth is just like, you're you're basically just assuming that, you know, he has a legit shot at winning that job. And you're assuming Peyton Barber just went away. Yeah, right, right. You can't assume that. I mean, there, yes, like if you want some running back depth and like a home run play, maybe, but the, the dude hasn't caught balls in college, um, you know, and coming into the league, he's had re- serious struggles in the passing game. Um, yeah. So unless he's unless he improved in that respect, Peyton Barber is a better is better, even though he's not great at it. He's better than. <laughs> They're Ronald Jones at pass catching. He's better yeah. than Ronald Jones and probably behind, between the tackles. So yep. re- you really have to see what Ronald Jones can bring to the table. Maybe a they, big play guy.
0: There's a sleeper here, by the way, in Tampa Bay. I just kind of want to throw his name out there. His name is Bruce Anderson. And oh, Bruce yeah. Anderson could be a potential like monster sleeper just because he could play that Andre Ellington role that Bruce Iron loves to deploy that scat back and Bruce Bruce Anderson has been known to do that pretty effectively so that's a
1: name to keep an eye out for he could be the three down back you know maybe not in Eventually. every down back maybe not in every down back but he's a guy that can play all three downs and have these guys come in situationally yeah um but what what before you before you get analysts to go I, I, I was going <laughs> to ask him about uh Tevin Coleman in the fifth round and, and, and ah. what he what what he expects that role to be between Coleman, uh you know, between him and all the other all the, all the other running backs in San Francisco.
2: Yeah, so my big thing on Tevin Coleman, I mean, it's no secret that Shanahan's offenses have been fantastic for running backs. Now, uh, in a matter of last year it was definitely a ton of different committees but I actually dug a little deep onto um how the San Francisco running backs did if there was one guy starting, right? So if you take the best San Francisco running back game every single week, I think it was like average, like 16 points a game. And then you take out that little spot with CJ Beathard, where he was just kind of like two a weeks. shit show for like four or five weeks or whatever it was, two or three weeks. I don't even remember how much it was. You take that out and it's over 18 points a game, which would have been a you know, borderline top 10 running back. Now, we know there's going to be a committee. It's no secret. And I'm not saying Tevin Coleman will be a t- top 10 running back. But the starter in the San Francisco offense with all the other running backs coming off injury. I mean, Matt Breida played the whole season last year, like, in and out of games after the season's end, he finally had to get all this shit cleaned up. Uh, who else did they got? Come, Jared McKinnon coming off at ACL. Um, Raheem Mostert got hurt late in the season. I forget what his injury was. Was and, and I he really broke don't, his, no.
0: he broke his hand. I think
2: yeah.
1: He ha, broke ha, ha, yeah do you do you not remember that play?
2: I no. See, I remember he broke something. I just didn't know it was, what it was. so. It was just so it gross. It was pretty, it was, pretty it was so gross. Yeah, it was like it was, Thursday
0: night football or something. Yeah, yeah, it, was so yeah it was on Thursday. It was on Thursday. I remember that. But
2: Coleman's been very productive in his years with Atlanta. He knows the system. He's going to be the starter. He's basically the only healthy running back going into the season. So um, I think there's a lot to like about Coleman. And even in a running back by committee, if it's crazy and they have three guys in there, he could still be somewhat successful. And I, I, I wouldn't count him out as a running back, too.
0: And here's a here's a little stat that you guys can throw out to your followers there on IG Live, where Tevin Coleman is finished as the RB 19, 21 and then 21. Yeah,
1: yeah right. so guys, so, if you
2: didn't know, also I just looked it up. Tevin Coleman.
1: Yeah, I I love those like end of year stats. Like it's great, but even in those years, like when if you're starting Tevin Coleman, you were a little desperate. You know yeah, what I mean? And he, and he it, was definitely robust. Yeah, exactly. So like the this end
2: of- also his first starting role, like during oh, the enough. season.
1: I, I actually agree with him, what, most of what you said about him in San Francisco, but well, I'm just talking about the end of year stats. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like the RB 19, RB 21. Yeah, he finished up as a as a RB two, like a mid level to low end RB two. Uh, but at the same time, like there were week games week. where like he just wouldn't give you anything. we do you feel confident starting him? And when he when he even when he was with uh, Shanahan, like you knew he offered you that upside, especially in the passing game. Like that first year with Shanahan, he was so efficient in the passing game. Yeah. Like he had like. A ridiculous amount of yards per reception. It was crazy, uh, and but that kind of shows you what he's capable of in this Shanahan offense. You know, here in San Francisco, uh, yeah. and they have a great offensive line, and you know, if he is the one A, he deserves that. He deserves to be in the fifth round all day. Like, if you knew that seven Coleman was that one A, would you draft him in the fourth? I probably,
0: yeah. as early as like the early fourth, I would definitely take him there.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you know that that one A is going to get you production in this offense, and. We saw Coleman do it before, and he'll probably get more volume than he got when he was in in uh, in Atlanta. Yep, with All right. All right,
2: well, Joey's up. That on I've the... had about five minutes to think about this pick.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: cheater, cheater. I'm gonna go with Cam Newton. I mean, he's someone if he's healthy, got which it. I believe he is, and the shoulder should not be an issue. Um, he could be. He's been historically a top fantasy qb and i think he can get back to that he's got incredible value where he's going right now so i do like taking kim newton here i
1: like it so i don't know joey if you can see but like all of instagram live is just like yo we can't hear shit
2: yeah i i, I saw that a little bit um they said audio needs tweaking do you want to hop off live and go back on live and see if it's yeah let's
1: try it let's try it right, let's try it let's try it all right all right we're, we're gonna try to come back on Let's see if that that helps. Whew.
2: I I like this better because we could talk about our picks. Yep. Honestly, I don't know how
0: I feel about my team. It's, <laughs> you know what? That Miles Sanders pick, I think, kind of screwed you in the in the middle. Where? know. Yeah. <laughs> I like Sanders. I I mean, I, I'm just that really injury, worried about his injury. That injury is the hamstring injury. Yeah. It's never good for a running back. Yeah. Never good.
1: Yeah. yeah. You should think
0: Lamar Miller there. Though. <laughs> I was thinking about it.
1: I don't know. Yeah, yeah the CPU was just like, like the emoji of me it was just this one. It was just like, it's like, um, okay, really. <laughs> all, right, all right, are we good? Are we good to go? We're back on live? I th- I, yeah, I think we're good to go. Joey, you good? Yeah, I just joined your live at the request.
2: All right, for oh, us, yeah, you, you're up.
1: Let me let me just let me just accept Joey.
2: So...
1: Joey, did you already try to do it? Yeah, I just sent it. All right. Cool. All right. So, uh, okay. So Joey took Cam Newton at eight eight. Oh wait, I don't think people can hear me while people are joining. So, what's up? You good? Yep. All right. Cool. So Cam, so Cam Newton went to Joey at eight eight. I am on board. Uh, so I'm looking at tight ends also: Vance McDonald, David and Joku, TJ Hawkinson, Austin Hooper. Uh, I'm trying to get Austin Hooper a little bit later. Spoiler alert. Uh, but I. <laughs> At wide receiver, Castoria Shepard, Geronimo Allison, Marvin Jones, K. Metcalf, Corey Davis, Miko Hardman. Um, by the way, I'm not looking at Miko Hardman at all. Uh, I don't view him as like a Tyree Kill handcuff or anything like that. Um, running backs, LaShawn McCoy, Royce Freeman, Deontay Foreman, Austin Eckler, Jalen Samuels, Jarek McKinnon. Uh, I'm going to go with. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just close your eyes and <laughs> um, pick one. I'm going to go with Jarek McKinnon.
0: I like it. I like it. Um, All right. So I'm up here. And uh, since Joey sniped Cam Newton for me, which was going to be my next pick, I'm going to go with a guy who I think has just as much upside in Kyler Murray. Mm. Taking that shot. And then right after Royce Freeman, Sterling Shepard, Vance McDonald, Shady, who I think is a horrible pick, uh, even in the ninth (laughs) round. Um, Don't think he plays a full 16. Uh, but right after, I'm gonna stop looking at QBs and let's see. Let's see what's on the board here. So we got running backs. Oh man, it's just sticking out to me here. Um, Fraz, when you drafted Melvin Gordon, what did you say? You said their running game, their passing game runs through the running backs, right? That's right. There's another guy I can get here who's a really efficient pass catcher in LA, and it's gonna be Austin Eckler. That's a no-brainer for me right there in the ninth round. Value all day.
1: I like that. Although, yeah. I wouldn't take him there.
0: Where I, would you have taken him?
1: I think uh, in PPR, he can definitely have some value. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you think that he can get to the point where he can see maybe 12 touches a game? Absolutely. Something like, something like that? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I, cool.
0: I think he has that upside.
1: Okay. Uh, Deontay Foreman's on the board. Jalen Samuel, Edo Smith, Carlos Hyde. Uh, none of these guys... Intrigue me too much. Like I love Damian Harris, but I think in the ninth round you're really, really shooting for the upside that you know he's going to be the guy there. So I'm going to keep that in mind, but I'm not going to go in that direction as of right now. So I'm going to go with a guy who I think has value right off the bat, and that's Marvin Jones. Interesting.
0: That's That's what I was was taking. taking. That was awesome. I didn't even see Uh, him on the board. All right, like that
1: reverse snipe. (laughs) (laughs) I <laughs> can we'll see it sniped
0: behind you. <laughs> All right.
2: All right. So Joey's on the board. I'm
0: on the clock
2: now. Um, I mean, I could take a fifth wide receiver at this point, but um, there are some names that interest me, like Marquez Valdez Scantling, maybe, Cortland Sutton, I like. But uh, those are more guys I want to try to target later. So, I mean, I could go for Dick Joku, who I'm really debating right here, because I know if I wait on Joku. It's going to be a mix of Delaney Walker, Greg Olson, Austin Hooper, blah, blah, blah. So I, I think I am going Wait, hold it. on. Tell it.
1: Did you just put Austin Hooper and blah, blah, blah in the same category? Yes, I did. Damn, dude. Well, you do
0: know Austin Hooper has that ankle injury, right? Like he didn't participate at all.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm assuming he's going to be healthy going into the year. I think he's supposed to be ready for training camp. So right. I'm I'm assuming that everything will be all good. Okay. Okay. With so... Austin Hooper makes see. sense so yeah, right so,
2: after yeah go ahead yeah i'll sum up that last part so after i picked in joku uh we got cory davis right off the board
1: you your boy cpu is like i'll take
0: it yeah <laughs> he sniped lamar miller from you now he sniped cory davis from you god he's got it out for you man yeah, he, even took evan,
1: like, he even took evan ingram right before oh his, that's, yeah, right. that's right
0: that's
2: right he mm-hmm. a little bit but uh yeah. so cory davis off the board drawn allison mccall hardman Dante Foreman, Golden Tate, Jalen Samuels, DK Metcalf, D.D. Westbrook, uh, Jared Goff, Kiki Kuti, Marquez Valdez-Scantley,
1: Ito Smith, Cortland Sutton, Carlos Hyde. A lot of guys I was considering. <laughs> you, know, you know what's kind of fucked up? I'm looking at the guy next to you. And I'm going up his board, and his team is just better than yours. Like I, I, I'm just looking. I'm looking at each of those picks. I'm like, oh, I would have took him over him. I would have took him over him, and I would have took him over him. So he either sniped you or got a better player after you. So anyway, anyway, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, man. I had to say it.
2: (laughs) Sorry, everybody has a preference. It's right.
1: How you Um, Joey?
2: So. Right now, I'm lo- I was looking at maybe getting someone like Dante Foreman here, but uh, he didn't really fall to me, so that's fine. Um, I want to go with the value here. I, I like Curtis Samuel here, and not just because I I think it's like a stack with him and Cam, but more so because I don't think he was too, too far behind DJ Moore last year, and I think he's being sucked on by a lot of people, especially if Cam, like with his shoulder issue, if a long... You know, chucking it deep to DJ Moore is going to be an issue. You have Samuels in the slot. You have Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield. You have Greg Olson in the sidelines. It's like, I I just don't I don't see Curtis Samuel being that far behind DJ Moore because he really wasn't like last. I know DJ Moore was rookie, but
1: and and I I think you hit it like for me. I think that's part of the reason why I view DJ Moore a little bit overvalued, uh, in the fifth round. Compared to someone like Carter Samuel, who can get five rounds later, even though he might be inferior, I just don't like you said the difference might not be as as much as five rounds.
0: So that's the difference right there. Where like I think DJ Moore could be a top ten wide receiver in the league, and I feel like wow. you know by this time next year we could be thinking of him in like the third round. Um, I'm pretty high on his talent. I just feel like he's a better Golden Tate just because he's less reliant on his quarterback play. So even if Cam's shoulder is like still bum. I think DJ Moore can still get it done, catching those passes like two yards down the field and then making making something happen with it But
2: will he have the opportunity to do that with guys like Greg Olson, Chris McCaffrey, and Curtis Samuel? I'm not
0: worried about Greg Olson. Um, I mean, his...
2: even if you're not worried about Greg Olson, Listen, Christian McCaffrey had like what, like 90 receptions last
0: year? And that's, listen, that's going to go down just because there are more weapons on this offense now. And I do feel like, you know, obviously North Turner does have that traditional workhorse back. But um, I think DJ Moore coming on strong in his second year, showing and flashing what he did the first year. I think that only makes the case for him to demand more targets in this offense. So, I mean, again, if, if we get a full season out of Cam, I think DJ Moore could be something really special. I think he fits that system really well. Um, and I think I have CMC and DJ Moore, so I'm 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 pretty happy about that.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I would love to be happy. I'd love to be happy. You know, having two guys catching balls from Cam Newton after shoulder surgery. Me too. Uh, that, that so you see but, you see, you
0: see the great <laughs> part about it is they're catching balls like two yards down the field. If that right, so. PPR,
1: this is a PPR. Exactly. So, exactly. No, but honestly, like what I totally agree with you. Like from a talent perspective, it's not close between DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. DJ Moore. Really good route runner, really good separator. He's really good. It's just that in this particular offense, the way that it went down last year, I just think that the targets might be a little bit too spread out. Now DJ Moore has the capability of being that legit elite wide receiver one in this league. Uh but does he is it this year that he takes a leap with kind of creating that distri- right. like separation and target distribution? Right. That's right. that's kind of what that's kind of what I want to see.
0: Yep, I totally get that. And, you know, I, I think I want to get on the train before it leaves the station. And that's why right. I'm, I'm pretty high it. on DJ Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you got to bet on the talent, uh, yep. especially if there's some opportunity for a leap to be there. And I think you're right. In this case, there is an opportunity for, for a leap, right? And so with that one elite wide receiver to get that separation, no pun intended. Yep. <laughs> cool. All
0: right, you're up. After that
1: brilliant Marvin Jones
2: pick. Wait, can I, can I try to preemptively select who you're going to pick? Sure. So I think you're going to go Damien Harris here. And then on the turn, if he's available, you're going to try to go for Paris Campbell.
1: Okay. So you thought I was going to go Damien Harris and Paris Campbell. Uh, yeah. That sounds good. That sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> uh, sounds like so yeah. Us. So I think Damien Harrison. – I'm sorry. Damien – As a Jets fan coming out of me. Uh, Damien Harris is uh, <laughs> definitely intriguing here. Uh, I'd rather try to get him in the 11th if he comes around. draft room might try to snipe me. Uh but I'm looking at Deshaun Jackson also. Five seconds, but I'm also, I'm also looking at Paris Campbell. I'm gonna go with my guy, Paris Campbell.
0: I'm over- so happy. Over- I'm I'm so happy you didn't take Djax because Djax is one of those guys that nobody's really looking at, man. But I feel like he has monster upside. I mean, being targeted by a more accurate quarterback now, Carson Wentz, yes, 70% completion 100%. rate. You know, like I think 100%. I think I think Djax provides monster upside in this offense. So I'm glad you didn't take him. Take I, him
1: I agree with you, man. And like for me, like if I needed some upside, that would be the pick. You know what I mean? Because he will he will win any week. Um, he still has it and yep. he's a great pick. I thought that picking Paris Campbell is more like a you know a PPR safe floor type of potential. So that that's kind of the reason why I went in that direction.
0: Yep. Totally makes sense. Um all right, so I'm on the board. I don't really like these tight ends on the board right now. Let's look for my second quarterback. Um do I want someone here at the 11th round? Not really. So I'm just going to load up on depth here. And, of course, again, it is PPR. I'm going to go with a guy that got targeted the 7th most amongst running backs last year in a powerful offense, Naheem Hines. I just posted about mm. him today, too.
1: Nice. Perfect. When you, when you can post about a guy and then draft him in a mock draft that's later him. that night. <laughs> that's what I live nothing, for, man. It's nothing better. <laughs> that's what you live for. Um, uh, so Adrian Peterson is intriguing here uh, You know, as, as a depth running back. Uh, because it's possible that he actually is the one A this year if Darius Guys can't make a you know real recovery, uh, you know starting week one. So he's a guy I'm looking at here uh, just for depth uh, at wide receiver. Uh, James Washington and Dante Moncrief uh, would probably be some two guys I'm looking at here, and basically this pick would be the pick or of you know like whoever is the wide receiver too like we'll find out who that guy is gonna be during training camp during preseason. So this is that placeholder pick. So I'm gonna go with Dante Moncrief because I think that, I like that. he might not be the better talent over James Washington, but he might be the wide receiver too that is more of a pro uh, and, and a guy that Ben Roethlisberger might trust and kind of like just get those targets.
0: He's more developed, you know he doesn't need to get acclimated in the system. He knows he knows the system exactly
2: all right so i'm on the clock here i've been looking through all these running backs because i really need to add more running backs to my depleted running back field um they're giving me great options too i mean jji is here and (laughs) (laughs) rob kelly so it'll be great um, if
0: he signs you know
2: yeah maybe but (laughs) it's definitely not my hope for this mock draft so i think the guy i'm going to go with just because I know I'm, I I want to get a running back here. It might seem a little early, but at this point in your draft, there's not really too much left. I'm going to take Kalen Balazs just because, I mean, I do like Kenyon Drake, and I think Drake can be the lead back in that, in that backfield. But I think Balazs can also be a guy who takes away early down work. He's capable in the passing game. He's fit to be a three-down back if something happened to Drake or if he were to outperform him in camp especially with a new total offensive regime and a whole new Dolphins team in general. So um, it, we have to see who fits better in Chad O'Shea's offense. Obviously, Drake's the frontrunner, and he's going to be the lead back heading into camp and everything like that. But uh, I don't I don't know. There, there's just something I like about Balazs, especially this late, where it's just more of an upside pick for me.
0: Yeah, I like that. Um, so after that, you want to explain what happened?
2: Yeah, so... Big Ben, TJ Ockinson. Is it Hawkinson or Ackinson? Hawkinson. Atkinson? I know there's an H, so it may sound like a dumb question, but sometimes it's silent. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, we actually,
1: we actually thought that you didn't see the
0: H. <laughs> oh. Uh, like
2: Adrian Peterson, Tom Brady, Emmanuel Sanders, Austin Ooper, because we don't pronounce H's, <laughs> Rob on this Sposky, Tyrell Williams, James Washington, J.J.,
0: hey, there he is. Oh, <laughs> wait, someone player. actually picked him? Oh my god, the CPU. Someone actually picked Jai. Yeah.
1: Hey nice. man, don't no on the CPU. They know what they're doing. No, they don't. Hey, Barber. Also watch, watch him pick.
0: sign with Kansas City and just like be the workhorse. <laughs> <laughs> Get him in the twelfth
2: round. Yeah, he's got Emmanuel Sanders and J.J. is his last two picks, so he's <laughs> betting on something. I don't know, but uh, Peyton Barber, Alexander Madison. I'm actually back on the clock now, which I somehow forgot I was going to be back in the (laughs) clock. So uh, I've got four wide receivers already, but I mean, I feel like at this point, it's only, you know, there's nothing really left for running backs that I'm looking for. Um, Now, I know we're going on the quick case of uh, picking guys who we made posts on and recently made a post about Andy Isabella and how even though he's a rookie with the Cardinals running, a lot, ton of four wide receiver sets. he has a ton of opportunity to be on the field with a high powered offense and uh, recent report shows he's a favorite to be the third wide receiver in that field in that starting lineup. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna go for Andy Isabella here for the upside.
0: So I'm gonna pause it really quick, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna demonstrate how Joey's taking all my scraps, right? So I took DJ Moore, he's got Curtis Samuel. I took, <laughs> I looked Kenny Drake, he took Hayden Bellage. I took Christian Kirk, he took Andy Isabella. <laughs> he's just like hoping he's like, please, please, he's please, hoping. please, please get hurt. <laughs> no, but those are all great picks, man, because like all those guys could become starters by the end of the season. I mean, Andy Isabella is gonna be, you know, in- involved in those three wide sets, and I think he can be a pretty dominant outside. And slot receiver, so uh, I think he offers that vers- versatility.
2: Yeah, no, there's definitely lots of like about Andy, but more so the offense. You know right. what I mean? Yep.
1: So that's, that's really nice of you to say it to the team who's basically the handcuff to yours. That's, that's, that's pretty nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it, it'll be interesting to see, like if Isabella is one of those inside slot wide receivers. I mean, I think the edge probably goes to Larry, you know, and and yeah, um, Christian Kirk. But at the same time, they might want Larry to play outside and have Isabella have an easier role as one of the slot guys, right? Very um, true. But yeah, I'm on the clock here. Uh, can you pause it for me, dude? I can't. Yep. I wasn't looking at <laughs> like this at all. Uh, all right. Justice hey, Darby Thompson. Get
0: Thirty right. seconds. I'm gonna I'm gonna resume seconds. it. Go ahead, resume it. Resume it. All
1: right. Uh, oh, you, you can reset it.
0: Oh, yeah, it resets it resets every time I pause it.
1: Oof, I take a little breath now. I. Uh, <laughs> There's basically nothing but upside, right, at this point. So that's kind of what I'm aiming for here. At tight end, like I said, I I like Austin Hooper. He's gone. You know, Delaney Walker, uh, I think he can actually make a comeback and be just fine. Uh, Yeah, I think so. Even at his age, we've seen older tight ends still kind of do their thing. Uh, I might wait just because I can get a guy like Chris Herndon – but you guys might snipe me there Can too. He, he, even though he, <laughs> that's true, he might he might be a guy you know who you get like super late or even on waivers. Um, so at quarterback, bunch of guys I like. I'm gonna go with a quarterback that I like a lot. Don't do it. That's Josh Fuck. Allen. <laughs> Is that who you want? Wait, were you gonna take Josh Allen right now? You, you Yeah, no, was,
0: already. I know, I know, that was my second pick. That was my second that's quarterback. Second. Yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right, You snipe me. It's all good. Um, so. Yeah. Instead of taking quarterback now, I mean, I could look at Kirk Cousins because uh, the guy just automatically passes for 4K yards. He has two phenomenal wide receivers. I think it's given that he's going to put up numbers no matter what. Um, But I'm looking at my wide receivers, and I kind of want to take a fifth wide receiver here. I'm going to go for pure upside over here as well, and I'm going to dig really deep. No, no. I've cooled a little bit on Robert Foster. I'm going to go with... uh, <laughs> uh, the other feels too hard pivot I'm actually not going to go with a wide receiver I'm actually going to go with fuck what do I do what do I do what do I do you know what you know what you know what this is what I'm going to do I'm going with my tight end Mark Andrews that's your guy Ooh. my guy and I'm back on the clock which resets because I totally had no idea what I was going to do um, <laughs> so I just went with a guy that I knew I was going to take uh, let's see here uh, running back, right. Armstead's pretty interesting. And Flander Fournette goes down. Malcolm Brown is still there. Really interesting as he handcuffs a girly, um, Brita, Darwin Thompson, justice Hill, even man, I think justice Hill provides really good upside in that offense. But I think we forget about Kenny stills with Ryan Fitzpatrick there. I mean, Kenny stills really deep. I mean, all those guys are speedy, but Kenny still showed what you can do. You know, I like that.
2: Well, I want to get back to that Kenny Stills pick after me and Faraz make our picks real yeah, quick. Yeah, Faraz okay. is on
1: the car. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, well, I'm looking at the board here trying to figure out like if there's anybody worth taking. That's um, what I, I was struggling with That. Right, exactly. Like I'd rather just leave the draft right now. <laughs> Not even this but is this, my is my last, this is my last pick, right? So I'm scrolling down like crazy. Sorry about that. I'm scrolling down like crazy. Um, and I found Bruce Anderson, like you mentioned him earlier, and like he's not he might not be worthy of a 13th round pick. But I guess I'm making this pick just to kind of illuminate the point that you kind of want to draft for upside uh, mm-hmm. at this spot. And if I think that a running back can take over a potential three down roll by the start of, you know, preseason, uh, you know, I'm going to draft them and see Turns what happens. <laughs> like it. It's like, it, it is. It is. I thought it was gonna auto-pick for you. (laughs) You you
0: explained that whole thing and you would have
1: ended up with like fucking like
0: Sam Bradford
1: or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Sam Bradford. I just want to illuminate the point. You gotta go for the upside just in case he's not hurt, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. So last pick of the mock draft. Um, there's a couple wide receivers are like, but I already have five, so I'm not even gonna bother going that route. Route. Running back Malcolm Brown is someone I'm considering. I don't have Todd Gurley, but I mean with his knee issue, it's not a bad idea to get the handcuff to Gurley. Um I'm gonna grab Chris Ernst because I, I do think he has really, really good upside. Uh it's the last round, so I'll just take my second tight end. I, I usually like taking two tight ends. Not a lot of people do, but yeah.
1: Well I oh, actually tight. took I actually took zero tight ends. I have no time. <laughs> <at it>. um, <laughs> Bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. And, and that's okay. Like, you know, I was looking at Chris Herndon. Like, you you took Chris Herndon right after me. But he might not be on the field week one. He could be suspended for two games. because He is suspended uh,
0: for two games, I think.
1: He is suspended for two games, right? So yeah. we're, we're, because of that, like, I'm not going to draft my first tight end. Who is not even going to play Week One? Yeah. I'd rather just like draft somebody who's actually going to play Week One, right? And so you know what?
2: that's that's a big reason why I like taking him as my tight end too. And the, the two game suspension actually helps that because a lot of people aren't even considering him anymore. I mean, a lot of people appreciate yeah. him because he's first of all the Jets tight end, and second of all, he has a two game suspension. So why would we even want him? So now I can take him as my tight end too in the rounds fourteen, fifteen, you know, even later than that. I'm just taking him now to. You know, show that. Exactly. You know, it's good. So I'm just so. showing
0: you guys really quickly. I statted out the Jets right here, and just a little sneak peek at like what I'm doing behind the scenes here as well. Um, if you look at Chris Herndon right here, if you look at this, this is what I have him statted out for: about a 12% market share, 62 targets, 39 receptions, 476, and three touchdowns. So I'm putting up 85.2. That's that's what I have him statted out for. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I don't get the hype around him just because I feel like there's a lot of volume to go around. Like if you look at Le'Veon Bell over here, for example. Ah, uh, fifteen and a half market share. Like I feel like that's warranted, right? Like seventy-nine targets. Yes. You think you think he's gonna get that much? I think that's valid. Yeah,
1: I I think I think it is too. Yeah. Right.
0: And then a forty-four percent
1: rushing share with two hundred rushing. I, I think, I think seventy-nine targets is probably on the low end for, yep. for Le'Veon. It's
0: conservative, but it's also more targets than uh, Adam Gates has ever given any of his running backs before. At the most, right. it's been seventy-four. Right. So it's probably his
1: best his best receiving running back.
0: Yep. Right. That he's yep. had. Uh, I would argue Kenny and Drake is a little bit better in space than Le'Veon Bell. But as far as like being used in the slot or being split onto the slot, Le'Veon Bell definitely has uh, wide receiver abilities. So. Sure. I love the name of this document, Master Projections. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little baby projections, too. <laughs> there you go.
1: Hey, uh, uh, that, that's, yeah, I, I see like a potential... We we just saw rapport between him and Sam last year, so I, I think there's potential to get, you know, a little bit higher, a little bit higher of a target share there. And I think you know, I think there's a chance that it could be c- condensed, right? And that's kind of what you want, right? Like you don't want your target share to be too distributed throughout throughout the whole team. But you know, we've seen that top like three guys can potentially get 80 plus targets in an offense. So yep. if Le'Veon Bell, Robbie Anderson. Uh, get there. I think there is still room for a third option. Can um, I talk
0: about? Can I talk about one guy that a lot of people are glossing over? Wait, can I, let me just add something on Chris Erning real quick. Yeah, yeah, do it. All.
2: Um, there's not a lot of players I like to do this with, and I feel like it's uh something similar to what you were saying with DJ Moore is to where I really kind of go more towards just uh like what am I, a talent. Right. Like, I really believe Chris Erndon can be a really good tight end. If he had the opportunity, I think he could be a top five kind of guy because he has the talent. And I, with the Jets' offense, yes, there's a lot of questions about what his target share will be like. But, I mean, he's he's in the second year. He's in the starting role. They kind of shipped off all their other possible starters, like uh, who they have, like Neil Sterling, They guy went away. Jordan Leggett went away. Oh, he, he's,
1: he, he's their clear guy. Trevon yeah, Wesco, the
2: rookie that they drafted. Yeah, he, I mean, he's more of a fullback, right? I mean, he's they're they want to use him as a fullback too.
0: Did they? Did did, did that report come out? I didn't see that. I mean, I think- from what I've seen, oh. he's he's classified
2: as a fullback slash tight end. So I don't know if okay. they like, especially in the depth chart that I've seen, they they have him classified as a fullback. Uh, right. I know he was drafted as a tight end. But um, but Trayvon Wesco, even so, he's a rookie. So for him to get involved in the offense that right. early, I don't think would really happen, especially this year. Yeah, and,
1: yep. and, and we had a lot of tight ends come off the board too. Like a lot of teams picked one, two, three, four, five, six teams picked two tight ends. So depending on your league, you know, you might not have six teams. You might have like maybe two or three, four teams draft two tight ends. So a guy like Chris Herndon can likely be on the waiver wire after week two.
0: Yep. Yep. So I wanted to talk about one guy that's like kind of getting glossed over is Jameson Crowder. Because if you look back to the last couple of years, Jarvis Landry led the team in receptions uh, the first two years. And then last year was Danny Amendola who led the team in receptions uh, or targets, I should say. And I think Jameson Crowder is a, is still a really good slot receiver. It's just health that's been a, the issue. Uh, and that that's why, if you look, I have him slotted for 15, 15.5% market share, which is, I think, it's it's very doable, uh, especially with Quincy Inunua, Inunua being so ineffective. I mean, the 58% catch rate I have here for him, it would be his highest of his career. Um, so I think Jameson Crowder pre- presents a really good, efficient option in the slot. And I think, you know, that's, that's a guy that you can target late. And
2: you know what? I think the thing about Crowder is... First of all, like what you're saying about Harden, it's the Jets' offense. But I've been hearing good things. I mean, I'm I've been hearing reports about how Jameson Crowder can have a really big role in this offense, yeah. and what you're saying about Adam Gase and, um, you know, being in Miami, what he did with his slot receivers, and what Jameson Crowder can be if he is healthy. So I do. It's not a pretty
0: pick. I mean, nobody's gonna. Like, it's definitely not <laughs>
2: nobody's it's one, gonna be like it's one, i can't it's one of those, wait to draft him
0: right but, it's one of those picks you take and you're like damn i can't believe i just drafted him like,
1: yeah he, he he's a guy you kind of wait and see to see what happens week one yeah you know and like potentially pick up off the waiver wire if you want a four to five reception guy you know like with a little bit of a floor right exactly it's kind of it's kind of how i look at him but he his issue was always injuries right like he showed his potential um with, with Kirk cousins in that offense like Yep. he he could have been their guy he could have been their number one target but he missed just he just missed too many games could never get into a rhythm his entire career I agree. so you know it's really a, a matter of him staying healthy now I is agree. this may some kind of not this may sound like
2: an odd question but is there a chance he has a better chance to stay healthy not in washington I mean I, I'm just totally I would, on board so. with
0: the, I would say so with
2: the fact that their training staff or their medical staff, or whatever it is, it just seems like that whole team is injured all the time, and the Every guys in there cannot stay healthy. So, is it weird to account for the fact that Crowder has a better chance staying healthy in New
1: York? It, it's I, not like I I just went to Washington D.C. a couple of days ago, and I came back, and, I, and now I have a sore hamstring. Yeah, so <laughs> so I don't know what is going on over there. But it's just <laughs> that, that completely I, called me off guard. That was perfect. That was awesome. <laughs> and I'm not joking. My hamstring is sore uh, and it didn't even work out. So, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I think you're absolutely right. Like, everybody gets hurt offensive line, running backs, quarterbacks, like everybody and their mom. Like, is hurt. <laughs> right, right. Mean, she's watching the game. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Don't it what Is that Washington turn that TV off right now? I mean, you think about Alex Smith who,
0: I mean, freak play, but I mean, coincidence sure, but then Colt McCoy having those extra surgeries, having that and infection, the, same thing with Darius Dwar- guys.
2: Yeah, Darius guys had the infection too. It's like yeah. I, I don't know, it, it's got to be something with the medical staff, and that's something that I mean,
0: I, I, there's been a lot of questions about that front office in this last year and yep. Snyder definitely needs to sell the team or or do something with it. But anyways, guys, that was, that was fun. Uh, We're going to be posting this mock draft result on our Instagram, Twitter and all that. So can I, can I
2: just pose one question before we go?
0: Yeah. If you could
2: have one more pick in this draft, who would you take? Ooh. Um, like, let's say no matter the guys in front of you, like if, uh, cause I would be up next, just, if you could pick any one guy, some guys like Malcolm Brown was on the board. I mean.
1: um, The only guy that I was looking at, like at wide receiver. Oh, actually, no. Forget it. Devin so Farage. Your answer control. should be a tight end. Oh, <laughs> no yeah, I, don't what, like tight end. <laughs> I don't give a shit about tight ends. If you haven't noticed. Like, if I can't get Travis Kelsey first, I'm like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> I'll Yeah, pretty um, much.
0: I think, uh, I mean. Any position, it would be Kirk Cousins, just because he was still there on the, at the 13th round. And I like the upside. I think he's going to be serviceable. Um, but as far as, like, running back or wide receiver, to be quite honest with you, I'm not really... Like, I wasn't really seeing anyone that kind of stuck out to me. Um, I would have to look at the big board again to, to kind of mm-hmm. give you a better answer. I don't have it in front of me anymore, but...
2: And I say uh, that only because there was one guy I was really looking at. Who's that? Uh, Albert Wilson. And now he's yep. coming off an injury. But the biggest thing, I mean, let's say Fitzpatrick starts the season. I think that's just a great, like,
1: that.
2: that's a great connection between Albert Wilson, who's very, very fast. And he showed before he got hurt that he can be the team's wide receiver one. I, I think that he's being terribly undervalued. Um, I I know what you're saying about Kenny Stills. He's been consistent but he feel, i feel like kenny stills has always
0: had that same
2: role i feel like I kenny
0: stills is very like robbie anderson like where you have monster upside uh uh-huh. um, but the only thing that's been preventing him from really breaking out is injuries mm-hmm. um, and they're both really quick i mean that whole offense is really quick they all run like yeah. four three threes four four three I mean, jakeem grant jakeem and grant.
2: albert wilson before they both got hurt were tearing it up on the outside yep. and if you throw a guy like ryan fitzpatrick in there starting and i mean yep. it, it can only
0: get better from there so exactly I'm glad you recognize that upside with Ryan Fitzpatrick, where if he does have those mantra games come out, this offense could eat for sure. So yeah. there
1: are a couple running backs like late, you know, like uh, Chase Evans is like an elite handcuff, right? Because yep. he would take over three downs in that offense if David yeah. Johnson were to, were to go down. Um, and there might be a couple. You know, there, there aren't too many three down handcuffs. I, I'm not sure if Malcolm Brown got got drafted or not. Oh! Did he get
0: drafted? No, he didn't. He didn't.
1: Yeah. But, so if if he was on the board, like I was considering him with my last pick as well, I would get all three Rams running backs. You know, because I don't. I'm not sure who will have mo- more value, <laughs> Malcolm Brown or Henderson. What he about
0: what about Darwin Thompson? What do you guys think about him? Mm, yeah, I, mean, I, I think
1: he's a very intriguing, intriguing prospect. But the thing is, like, I think um, Damian Williams would have to kind of fail in right. his role. Right. Uh, and I'm not sure if he can. Like, it's really hard for a running back and who can, ca- who can catch balls like how... he can. To well, play.
0: look at Spencer Ware, right? Like Spencer Ware got pulled for Damian Williams because, I mean, he could catch balls and he was a between the tackles runner too, but he got pulled. Um, well, but I he,
2: think he got pulled
0: because injuries. of injuries. No, 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 no. This is last year, he didn't get pulled because of injuries. He got pulled because he wasn't playing well. He well,
1: got hurt he, in the Baltimore, he, season, he, didn't he? He had two injuries, two years of injuries. Come right, well, the ACL yeah, tear. Did there, he get injured no, last year, though? Did he get injured? I'm I don't know. Sure. He, was he, was back from, he was coming back from an injury. Yeah, he came back um, from the injury. But, you know, that was two years of injuries, though, before this year. So, like, right. him coming back, there's no way that we can say that he was the same player. Um, You know, I didn't see anything on the field that showed me that he was the same player. You know what I mean? So, like, um, I think a younger a younger guy um, coming in, and even though I'm not the biggest fan of Damian Williams, I think he, he's he can serve this offense really well.
0: And
2: I think yeah. another thing just to add on that is like you would have to lose the job and without injury i don't know if you can really do that just because how efficient this offense is no matter who you plug in right.
1: you know it would have to be aside. yeah
0: yeah yeah well aside actually too, so <laughs> i don't know why i didn't think of him wait is he
1: i thought he got drafted did he uh sure. i thought Carlos yeah got
2: the guy to my right who
0: oh yeah, yeah right there tenth yeah. yeah. around
2: that's right mm-hmm.
0: okay Cool, but Spencer Ware is really intriguing still with Marlon Mack, uh, you know, being injury riddled for his first two seasons. Um, I think Spencer Ware could provide three down work or three down volume if I mean, if uh, Marlon Mack goes down. I
2: don't, I don't know about that. Only because like, you're talking about Naheem Hines. I think Naheem Hines would see like like what we saw when um, when Marlon Mack was hurt last year. We saw Naheem Hines have a bigger role. And Jordan Wilkins
0: as well. Yeah. Jordan
2: Wilkins had like five point six yards per carry
0: right so I mean, but he, also like listen that 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 stat line is very deceiving like i get yeah like you watched him part. you yeah. yeah you watched him play he wasn't exciting by any stretch mm-hmm. of the imagination like he was whatever he he, he he like he had those big chunk plays and that's about it as so i was trying to kind of looking
2: for him to have a decent year and like do something. Even watching the games, I wasn't really impressed with what he was doing.
0: So yeah, yeah, his so, running style isn't isn't something to write home. More about. so, just the offensive line, you can just plug and play uh, whatever you're running right? there it,
1: it, It's funny because like when I look at him, I actually really liked him a lot. Really? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. I liked his running style. Like he wasn't going. Th- it, it was either like he was going for a big play, or he right. was going for five five yards. Right, 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 and that's kind of what he was going for. Like it, he would kind of like stumble and bumble, like when he gets like five yards and like go down. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he would he would find some holes here and there. But early in the year, he definitely struggled. I think he picked it up as the season went along. He he got a lot of hype because he's three down capable. Yeah. Um. So you know, he's he's uh, he he was called like the the poor man's Matt Forte, right. and Matt Forte was kind of the same way. Right, like basically, like he was a guy who wasn't flashy, but he can kind of do everything, good. Yep, in a way, right. Yep. So if he improves this year, if Marlon Mack were to go down, um, Jordan Wilkins is somebody that I'll be very, very intrigued with. Oh, show's asking where we drafted Tyreek Hill. Uh,
2: Faraz took him in the third round.
1: Yeah, third round. Um, and, so,
0: and, and uh, I think you have to say that he took Todd Gurley right before that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So those first three rounds, I was going for major upside, right? I was going for the upside of these guys being their elite selves or close to elite. Like Todd Gurley getting 17, 18 touches per game potentially uh, is what I was aiming for there as my RB2. Uh, and then I was able to go and run and grab four wide receivers right after that uh, with Tyreek, Brandon Cooks, Tyler Boyd and Robbie Anderson. So even if Tyreek were to be out four games six games i still have cooks boyd and anderson which i'm pretty happy about as my wide receiver one through three yeah um and then i have depth of marvin jones and paris campbell so i'm, I'm feeling pretty good about that situation nice
0: cool guys yeah. this was this was a lot of fun we got to do this more often um you know season's coming up i think uh we'll start doing a lot more mocks maybe a weekly thing Make it make this a weekly thing get some followers in here get some listeners in here but uh as always it was a pleasure gentlemen
1: yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, for sure.
2: I man. mean, and for for anyone on Instagram who missed that, the four people that are still here. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey,
0: listeners. <laughs> hey, guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys like this, stay tuned. We'll try. We'll try to get some people in here next week. Um, I, but you know what? I want to start doing. I want to switch up and do like really weird mock drafts. Like it's cool to do some helpful ones. But at this point during the year, what is it like just started July? So I think we could do like like I we was saying before, like let's do three tight ends or like three two QBs. Like let's just switch it up and see like how challenge ourselves
1: to do. Let's do a tight like end
0: only mock draft. How about that?
1: <laughs> Chris Hunder will be number one pick. Um <laughs> we should do definitely do a two QB because that would be helpful and different.
2: Yeah, for us, right? Exactly.
1: So we, we we should probably 100%. start. We can take
2: advantage of that now while it's not too yeah the to draft we season. E- but as you know, as August, e- so you can switch it
1: up. We could e- yeah. we could even do like a, a bonus tight end league where they get like one and a half points per reception. Maybe like you know, increase their value a little bit
0: end premiums. And then like also, yep. uh, we can do like the the big plays of forty yards or more get like five points or something like that. You Either know, you guys I do think of scoring IDPs. formats. IDPs that that's my listener league. It's gonna have one IDP slot. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Nice. For us, have nice. you done IDPs? I done, I've done a couple of IDP leagues. Uh, not, IDP in, not in my normal leagues. So IDP, IDP, is, IDP. Really,
0: IDP is great, especially for like players that like play fantasy and don't really watch football because it actually helps you like learn about the defenses and learn more about the actual game itself where you have to understand like what defenses are doing. So I think IDP is a really good introduction for someone that's looking to learn more about like the defensive players or, or just football in general.
2: Right, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, someone's asking why we're so low on Ido Smith.
0: Because Quadri uh, Olson. So
2: <laughs> draft room podcast because likes Quadri, Quadri- Olson, <laughs> Olson, who is the rookie they drafted, he really likes him. Uh, but I,
1: I, I think part of that question though was, is he, he? You know, isn't he taking over the Coleman role? And I think it's very important to note that that Coleman role was only relevant when Kyle shanahan was the offensive coordinator so you have Devontae freeman as the 1a tevin coleman as the 1b well it was really one and two but that two had a lot of value because they were able to he was able to remain efficient in that system now that he's gone we haven't seen the same type of you know uh volume and the same type of uh, production coming out of that backfield so the two might not have as much uh of a fantasy you know impact yeah. as you might think
0: yep and it, as the coaching changes happen like I know your listeners can't hear me, but, like, as the coaching <laughs> changes happen, um, like you mentioned, I think you hit the nail on the head where it was a 1A, 1B, where Tevin Coleman was still seeing, like, 13, 14 touches a game and being really effective, where Edo Smith doesn't have that capability uh, to be the pass catcher. We saw him be really inefficient between the tackles, and I don't think he, he offers any more upside than what he showed last year.
1: Listen, last year, if either of those running backs got 13 to 14 touches per game, you would be more happy than you were last year because they didn't even average 13 to 14 touches even though one eight didn't average thirteen to fourteen touches per right. game last year, yeah, uh,
0: Sarkeesian just didn't know how to deploy them, and that offensive line was piss poor. So, those they, they,
1: they were they were definitely bad. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, any other I questions? Fun, yeah, man. All right, guys. Ooh. All right, appreciate it. Fun. Appreciate definitely. it. Thank you. Talk Thank to you guys you. soon. Have a great night. All right.